So last episode, you engaged in a bit of heistness, heistery, heistiosity. Yep, you reached up to new heists. Uh, yep. So Chai, on her own, breaking into the vault while Thaddeus and Gutterbird, with the help of Prince Thane Saffron, created an immense distraction, drawing off the mounted uh, guardians that were patrolling around the vault. Uh, The distraction was that the prince unleashed creatures within part of the uh, Palace of Trials. And uh, yeah, a lot of chaos. A lot of damage was done. A lot of creatures were loosed. And uh, when Chai managed to get into the vault using some clever spell casting, uh, it wasn't filled with magic items and weapons as she was expecting. It was filled with two birds, two fancy exotic looking birds, one of which attacked her and one tried to get away. She actually managed to kill both. And upon upon uh, her attacking them, they turned into magic items, a bell and a sword. So they were in bird, bird form and they turned into items when she attacked them. And, uh, and so we're going to pick up from there. Now I will say there was a ticking clock called someone gets suspicious of what you're doing. Now, I think you executed this very, very well, okay? And that clock was half full because the prince biffed one of his rolls, right? Because he was involved in this caper too. So that clock was half full. Now, a lot of people have seen Gutterbird and Thaddeus on, on scene, like they're on site, right? Making a big display of, of being there and not somewhere else. And so I think that's going to take maybe a little bit of suspicion off you. So tell you what, good news and bad news here. I'm going to remove one of those filled in segments from the suspicious clock. Two birds, one stone shape. What? (laughs) I was holding on to that for a while. (laughs) Um, I'm going to start a second clock, which keeps track of the gray Aladrin's progress. Um, Oh, no. So this is a six-part clock. So if you are getting into a situation where you're dragging your feet, perhaps, or getting delayed unnecessarily, I might fill in, like, a couple of segments of this clock. So that is that is something to be aware of. So I'm going to... Because this has been... Because this has been a bit of a unsuccessful endeavor... I am going to fill in one of these six squares on this clock. Now, if you if you make great progress, like leap ahead or or find some kind of narrative shortcut that I, you know, had not anticipated, I might I might remove segments from this clock. So, just something to be mindful of. Is it going to cause you some stress? I don't know. I hope so. Like my heart's palpitating, Tim. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> like you have no like you know how people have their anxiety triggers when it's like clocks, like test exams where someone's watching, like ticking clocks, hundred <laughs> percent. Like 
this is not doing well for me. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine the soundtrack to Dunkirk going all oh the time. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't watch that movie. Like I actually tried, could not do it. <laughs> okay. Never seen that one. Never seen it. You haven't seen Dunkirk. Jeez. Nope. The parts of it I saw were Cripes. great. I haven't seen any of the movies I watched that on a plane. Tim loves. Oh. Okay. Well, hot minute. Ago. Wait, right? I haven't yes. seen Sicario. Oh yes, I'm on this last flight. Jim, you haven't seen Sicario. Okay, stop recording. We're gonna Wait, watch well, so, Sicario. What did Kev just say? What did Kev just say? He hasn't seen Sicario. Oh, okay, I have seen that one. Tim's okay, been, I keep seeing it. I, I keep seeing it on the thing. I keep on meaning to watch it. Okay, I'm gonna start a third ticking clock. Tim leaves Huntsville <laughs> and drives to Kevin's house with a roll of duct tape and a bunch of DVDs. I like how Kevin has triggered this, but the n- numerous, possibly infinite times that I have said, oh, I haven't seen that. You're like, whatever. <laughs> no, but he doesn't care about Sean Astin. He cares about Benicio Del Toro. Who doesn't? And Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth oh, really? Oh. That's really, oh, yeah. In Dunkirk. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean. Yeah, if you, you need duct tape, just bring some popcorn and so I, something comfy I, I to should, wear. I should say I was forced to watch that movie, but the parts I watched were great. Dunkirk or Sicario? Uh, Dunkirk. So someone was watching it on the, like, I, this is my only beef about movies on planes, is that no matter what happens, I decide I'm not going to watch something. I start accidentally watching whatever the person next to me is watching, but without audio. So I started watching it after the other person was like, oh, this looks really cool. I love the cinematography. And then I turned it on and I genuinely could not take the soundtrack. So I turned it off. <laughs> I've only been on one flight where somebody beside me was watching something and it was Fox News. So I was like, don't care. Oh God. I remember one time I watched a, a Studio 54 documentary on a plane, like sitting next to a very, like a five or six year old. And there's like a lot of nudity in this documentary because it's Studio 54 and like, like photos of drug use and blah, blah, blah. And like the mom wasn't even paying attention, but this small child was watching like open eyed, <laughs> mouth agape, just like, wow. You'll never, you'll never be the same. Yeah. You provided a core memory to that I child. Know. I'm, you know what? I'm proud. Okay, tangent over. Oh, but they're so good. Okay, yes. So that's the second segment of the clock, or? No, that doesn't count. Don't do it. Don't do it, Tim. What my reference to Dunkirk meant was that in that movie, there is a ticking clock sound from start to finish. Pretty much. Like, it it kind of fades out in certain places, but it's kind of always there. Um, Yeah. So we're going to pick up in the aftermath of this heist attempt. Um, and I should say, I described this scenario to Katie and she immediately knew what was happening. So put on your thinking caps. You absolutely have the resources to figure this out. Okay, so I shit you not. I've been thinking about this since we last recorded, like at least 12 times a day. Like I'm not even, <laughs> jo- I'm not even joking. And... I still have other theories, but like literally as we were recording, I'm like, Jesus, fuck, I'm a moron if this is what it is. Because I'm like, obviously, this is like the most blatant, but I have other theories that I want to test mm, first. Okay. Not test first, but I want to check on. Sure. Not not a t- side tangent at all. I just want it noted for the record that I used my ability to find the hidden creature, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katie doesn't get a say. <laughs> um... Yes, were we done the recap? I don't know where we were. What do you want from me? Yes, we're picking up in the aftermath of the heist. Um, If you have any 
Sarah, like anything specific that you want to do while you're still in the vault, you can tell me. Otherwise, we'll just cut right to when the four of you, or three, you tell me, are back together. So I was making my way out of the tower. Uh, but I have a couple of questions that I just to inform my next steps that I think Ch- like Chai would know. One, did I see where or did uh, the prince tell me where he put the god's eye? Um, no, he did not. Okay. Did I ever in my time working like with like protection of magic stuff, did I ever see any of the magical items in this vault? Like even if they weren't in the vault necessarily, but did I ever see any of them in passing? Um, I don't know if you would have seen them. I will say that... I'll say that... Um, hmm. I think you would you would know with some degree of certainty that they were there. But I wouldn't have, like, intimate knowledge of what any of them looked like. So... I, I guess here, here's what I'm, here's my train of thought is like the, the queen the queen obviously controls this aspect of of the Feywild. She has sort of ownership or stewardship maybe is a better word of these items, and she's a bit of a control freak. So let's. Um... I was just wondering, like, if any, if ever at any point during like my training, I had either used one or. Like, Basil had given me any, like, pointers on any of them with more, like, details, or possibly I had seen one, like, that the queen was, in passing, like, looking at, like, any, any eyes on any of them, ever. You know what, being a member of the court, I'm gonna say, because you can kind of play the card of your, like, your noble background, like, you can, you can kind of be places, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'll say yes. I think I would, I assumed the plan, I know we didn't actually say this, but I assumed the plan was like, we were just going to like meet back up at like wherever we crashed the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fountains at the MGM Grand. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and, and bask slowly with musical playing and the music playing in the background. Um, yeah. I will immediately ask the prince for the god's eye back. Does he give it to me? Uh, yes. Okay. I take it back. And then I tell everybody. And I go, and here's my thing. So I basically say, I was like, this is what happened. Like, I'll give them like the play by play of like literally <clears> what <throat> I did. And I was like, so here's my theory. Uh, one of two things. Either the queen being paranoid and in attempts to hide this from everybody because it is the time of omens has actually just slowly been turning these things into birds this entire time. Or uh, she's... She thought specifically we would do this, and so she turned them on into her birds. I have a feeling they're all the birds in her chamber right now. Because she's keeping them close to her right now. My, the only person that's ever seen going up and up there is the queen. Those birds seem to respond to the queen. And when I killed the birds, they turned into magical items. So I think that's the move. I don't necessarily know whether that's my concern, is I don't know whether she knows that we've done this yet. Like, I don't know if she has a way of knowing that we just took out two of those things. And I don't know if she, this was just her action already, or whether this was, she thought we would have broken into the vault and is now, like, on high alert for us. So I don't know whether we need to get out of Dodge, or whether we have a little bit of time to go get more magical items. 
thoughts of the table. Hmm. I almost wonder, yeah, because one was meant to, it's almost like one was meant to flow away, fly away and almost one was meant to kind of run interference and attack and we just happened to get get both. So I wonder if because the, the more, um, the swift one, I think, um, didn't make it back, I wonder if she doesn't have any idea of what's kind of taken place. That's my thought, and I'm willing to take that risk, because if we don't get magical items, we're boned. And I'll turn to the prince, I was like, does this sound like something your mother would do, or do you have any idea where these birds came from that she somehow has around her all the time? She does seem to have more birds lately. I think it absolutely would be something that she would do. She is become increasingly concerned about her own power. Did she do that before we got here? He thinks back and he he does recall an increase in the the bird density of that aviary before you came back. I think we somehow have to get into the queen's court figure out which birds are magical and kill some birds and then get the fuck out of here. I think that uh, that's the gist. How we do that, I don't know. Thoughts, uh, emotions, feelings, where are we at, guys? Well, <laughs> it sounds to me like this is going to be a military coup. Oh, for <laughs> sakes. As it was pointed out uh, in previous episodes, his name isn't Thaddeus Ulysses Do Things the Easy Way. <laughs> I do want that on a shirt. <laughs> I think this is... the I, I'll look at the prince and I'll basically be like, I think like we're going to need your help to kind of maybe create a window somehow. We have to get in there without her knowing. Also, preferably with eyes on Rosemary, because I don't really trust her right now, and she was hiding in the fucking plants in that room. I actually have a question for you, Thane. There was a lot of demonic shit that came through that little uh, atrium, for lack of a better term. Was that, like... Was that the summer section? Because that's what we talked about doing. That was that was summer. Yes, uh, there's a lot of fire motifs. Uh, but those are those are normal. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. on brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's fucked. But anyway, destroying my views of whimsy in the Feywild. But never meet your heroes, right? Anyways, let's go punch Rosemary somehow. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> So Thane, what do you think our window is to get in that? Do you think the, the, sorry, also, do the birds follow her or do they stay in the summer court? Um, they stay there. They don't follow her everywhere she goes. I mean, she does have to leave her personal chambers uh, to attend court functions. It doesn't mean her, her uh, chamber is defenseless. And if she had... Thane, Thane would think that if she had one of those little alarm birds in the vault, she probably has another one there. Um, so if if that's the plan, he he would suggest you have to be ready to get that stuff and just leave. Unless you can somehow 
I, I don't know, overthrow her. Let's get him, boys. <laughs> uh, I think Chai's face just drops and is like, I don't know if we're there yet. Um, Thaddeus is sharpening his sword. Yeah, he's like, down, Thaddeus, down. Um, Okay, what are our options? So she's got to leave. Yes, I agree. There's definitely one, if not more, of those messenger birds somewhere in that room. We also have to keep eyes, theoretically, on Rosemary. But if she's doing some kind of duty, theoretically, her advisors would be with her, and Rosemary would be there as well. How do we pick out the messenger birds? Small and fast. Do you think we could tempt them down with flapjacks? (laughs) Effectively feed the birds and then snatch them. Yeah, have they ever responded to anything? I doubt if they're magical, they want food though. Have you ever seen them like come down to a call or? He would say that the, the birds like have some. They kind of respond to the queen. They don't really do bird stuff. Like, they don't reproduce, they don't poop, they don't eat, they don't sleep. And they, from what I remember of the space, they're like, how, like, I'm assuming they're up in the air slash in the vine, so like, how tall was it in there? Um, it was, like, the aviary itself is pretty tall, um, like, maybe, maybe 60 foot ceiling there. I feel like if I cast Detect Magic, everything is going to light up, it's not going to be pretty helpful. Potentially learning the types of magic on them would be helpful. So that's one option of just being able to distinguish which ones are magic items and which ones aren't. So there's that. I think what I'm trying to figure out is how do we get one, possibly just the messenger bird out first, How do, or how do we get the ones that we want and just go fast enough to beat the messenger bird? but we'd have an entire city guard on us. Does Thane know like a secret passage out of town? Is there anything that he knows that could help us? Good thinking. Make Tim solve his own problem. <laughs> exactly. Um, Ooh, does close. he know a secret way out? You said it was a 60 foot ceiling in that room, Tim? Yes, I did. Yeah. How, how long is the room? How wide is the room? Tell me about this room. Well, okay, so her, I mean her... Are you just saying I cast Fireball? <laughs> well, if you want to cover and deal damage to... Instantly with everything. I bet a, their dex is high, though, but there's, they probably have very low points. It's a 20-foot radius sphere. It's a 40-foot diameter So if we cast it up in sphere. the air... Yeah, actually just instantly nuke everything... We just have to. We just have to get into the room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm liking this. I'm liking this a lot. It's gonna be loud. Okay. I like this potential though. Okay. 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 <laughs> Tim, what are your what are your thoughts on secret passages and size of room? <laughs> secret passages. If we were playing Blades in the Dark, this would be a fortune roll. But. Uh... But we're not playing Blades. <laughs> That's true. We're not we're playing pl- Blades in the Dark. We're playing Thane knows everything about this town and dragons. <laughs> Why would Thane know anything about dragons? Maybe he thought something. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anybody whose name is Thane knows stuff about dragons. A hundred percent. 
doesn't know shit about fuck. Okay, uh, secret passage out. Hmm. <laughs> out of like, out of the, sorry, out of the queen's chambers or, or what? Yeah, how far uh, can we get? <laughs> I mean, if there were, just happened to be a trapdoor in the queen's chambers, I feel like there's, that's a massive security risk, but I'd love it if there was. Um, I'm thinking more of like getting out of the town as close to the palace as I can kind of idea. So like an old smuggler's route that he heard someone talk about shutting down the guard. You know how guards chat. I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to roll a d20 here. And my thought is this. I don't know if the queen would use anything as uncouth as like a trap door or a secret door when the like the Feywild is just suffused with magic in all in all aspects. Yeah, I don't think the queen's going to use it. I'm thinking of something more nefarious that we just happen to know about. So he doesn't I guess he doesn't know of any like secret ways in or out of the queen's chambers. Um, if you're trying to get some backup for some kind of like like an escape an escape plan, then I would encourage you to use your I know a guy. I know I'm lean I'm I'm that's my backup. I was just trying to see if there was anything else to figure this out. Okay, so are we are we thinking this is the move, guys? Are we thinking like we get in? Everyone knows that it's us getting in. We sneak, like, we or play we sneak some in. Because I'm imagining, like, there were two. Yeah, there were two guards at the door, right? When we went into the this courtroom. Mm-hmm. GB, can you cast shit through your familiar? Ooh. I don't know. Because I wonder if we created a distraction outside. Imp goes in, casts the spell. I don't know if that works. I know certain like certain duplicates and things like that you can do that, but I don't know if that works with familiars. I don't know. I'm looking at a spell, find familiar. Well, he gets a whole bunch of extra like yeah, he gets shit extra for pack to the chain. Yeah, I don't know if it... I don't think a regular familiar... Yeah, a regular familiar can give you, like, flanking and stuff. But I don't think, to my knowledge, that it gives you that magical bonus. But I, I think it would be more of his warlock shit. Because <sighs> I don't think a normal familiar can be invisible. So, as it currently stands, finally, when you cast a spell with a range of touch, your familiar can deliver the spell as if it had cast the spell. Your familiar must be within ah. 100 feet of you, and it must use its reaction to deliver the spell when you cast it. The spell requires an attack roll. You use your attack modifier for the roll. Now that is a touch, touch spell, spell, so that wouldn't be fireball. That would not be fireball, but pack to the chain. I think that's what I was remembering. I was like, I think it can any, do something for you. Any business. You can communicate telepathically with your familiar, perceive through your familiar senses, as long as you're on the same plane. Um, you can also speak through your familiar in your own voice, even if your familiar is normally incapable of speech. Okay, so it doesn't say anything about casting spells poop balls great idea though do I have anything that's a massive area of effect because I could eat more easily sneak in and cast something I, I don't think you've got something that's that strong of an AoE I just need a big AoE if they're just birds 
But I mean, when I say strong, I mean that big, right? Like, even if they failed, even if they passed their save, they're probably still taking 10 damage on Fireball in a 40-foot radius sphere. A diameter, not radius. My apologies to all the math fans out there. I'll say that, um, like, Chai knows that she did not really have to hit those birds very hard for them to transform. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I think, like, where I'm like, I, I think, like, literally one point of damage would do this. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. So here's what I was thinking. So what I was thinking of doing is as long as I can see into the room, this is my, I'd have to sleep again, which is the only fucked up part. I'll see if I can do anything lower. Um, but ice storm, 300 foot range, hail of rock, hard ice, pounds ground that I can see, 20 foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Each creature in that cylinder mm-hmm. must make a dexterity saving throw. Creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 46 cold damage on a failed save or half on a successful. So e- their dex is probably pretty high, birds, but they they'll take damage. They'll take the damage. It's 40 foot, but I mean I can cast it in the air. The ice would just fall to the ground, but I could cast it for like the cylinder up. And again, it's a 20 foot radius. We also have... But Fireball's 40 foot? Uh, Fireball is a 40 foot diameter. Diameter. So the same as this. But just... Yeah, okay. So same as uh, this mic gets a little bit... No, it's the same. Just a cylinder instead of a sphere. Yeah. Um, The other thing... Because it mentioned in our research on the familiar for Pact of the Chain that the familiar can attack. We can send an invisible... Find the messenger bird and kill it? Yeah. We still have to group kill. Yeah. It doesn't look like we're the ones doing it if it starts with an imp doing it. Right? Yeah, true. (laughs) Thaddeus kind of looks over at GB and goes like, I mean, technically we'd just... (laughs) Technically we'd just be pinning it on him as an escapee. From the thing, the thing with yes. the fire. Okay, mm. how, how about we do this? I'm just saying, while... Wait, sorry, pinning it on who? The imp. On Grease Trap. And then, but we just let out a bunch of fiendish shit. So even if they find him, it could just be a thing that got out of the room we just... Like, the room that just exploded. Okay. <laughs> you don't sound convinced. Or, hold on, I just don't want to spend a lot of time... Okay, so my only thought is, like, do we want to just send, uh, uh, like, we can just, like, mosey around that area so Grease Trap can, like, a window that it opens, get into that room and maybe see what happens, like, see if he's instantly detected doing that, but that sets off, like, a suspicion thing, I'm sure. What are your thoughts, everybody? Yeah, I'm just still down to try. I'm still all about this military coop. Because that would also give me the opportunity to say a cool catchphrase. All right, so I think you have your I think you have your method. Uh, so I think the two aspects of this that have yet to be determined are the timing and also the escape. Yes. Do you want to steer, uh, Thane? When does does your mom have events? When do you think she'll be gone? <sighs> hmm. Well, it's. Some some events may be canceled uh, after the craziness at the Palace of Trials. However, the 
time of omens is drawing near and the court must hold a vote immediately after um, the next blue meteor shower, which is any day now. Okay, so I don't know if we have days, though. Can we send Grease Trap just on a constant, like, keep an eye for the queen mission and send us an alert when she leaves that chamber? Yeah, you can do that. It's a good idea. I think minimally there's that. I think we should do that, like, as of just right away. Uh, I think if we're going to do anything, I'm, if we do fireball, any of this is going to be loud, right? So we need an, uh, an, an exit. And I'll just look at Thane, and I was like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to talk to Ferdin. And I'm going to use my I know a guy. Ooh, okay. What's the name, sorry? Ferdin. Can you spell it? I have to write it down. F-A-I-R-D-E-N. Ah. Ferdin. Like a... It's kind of like the opposite of a den of iniquity. Exactly. (laughs) You say that like it's a thing that exists. (laughs) Yep. The den of iniquity also in the Feywild somewhere. Yes. Oh, I think that is just the Feywild. <laughs> okay, all right. So tell us about Ferdin and tell us about what he's able to accomplish for you. So, Ferdin. Ferdin, me, and Thane all grew up together. Thane and Ferdin were kind of a bit of rivals in terms of like they were both training to kind of become military they were trying to basically do that course Ferdin originally was from one of the uh not one of the set like courts but he was definitely from a noble family and was very up and coming but Ferdin had a little bit of a falling out uh with his family and had uh, just added originally asked me to leave with him because he was going to abandon the courts I haven't seen him in many years though he keeps sending me letters and he's now a smuggler in the black market. So what I'm getting is he's the Jacob to He's Edward. the Jacob to Edward, yeah. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. Because everybody knows Aladrin Sparkle. Yeah. I mean, we do kind of shimmer when we're in the spring season because there's like a dew. But anyway. And if anyone knows a fast way out of town, it's gonna be him. Okay. Thane cringes at the mention of this name. Says I didn't think I'd have to hear this name again, but I understand. This is a dangerous mission, and we need all the help that we can get. Okay, so we're we're gonna minimally. I think we've got a bit of time before we can confirm that the queen is gone, and we're gonna have to figure this plan out. So I'm gonna do one thing, and then I'm gonna have to meditate and redo my spells if we're gonna do anything, because I don't have I have much more focused. Infiltration. Infiltration, coup, stealthy, distraction spells, and I do have anything that does damage or get out of dodge spells. So, I'm going to cast this spell, and then I'm going to have to do my meditate thingy, I think. And I think you guys got pretty beat up, so I might need a little bit of a rest. Wait, what spell are you casting? So, I'm going to cast Animal Messenger, and I'm going to create... I was going to go for, like... I was originally going to go for something more, like... Because he's... Well, I was going to try and, like, do something that he would know as a message from me. 
So I'm gonna. So a hipster squirrel with a latte. Oh, for God's sakes. I was going to pick. I'm just making one up because I don't know what actually Fabies said. But in my brain, what I want to pick is a, a large, for what it is, moth that's black. But there are like kind of like the outlines of orange leaves printed onto the back, of, like kind of coming out from the center of the moth. So he knows it's me. And then I'm just going to assume that that's like a, a beast that exists there or close enough to that. I'm making this up, Tim. You can decide accordingly. But... I'm going to assume that weird fucking moths live in the Feywild. <laughs> so I'm going to do that, and I'm going to tell him, it's been a long time. I need your help. Please. Please, 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 please <laughs> come say, to the please. high tower of Swamp Castle. I was going to say, come to... <laughs> come to... I'm, I'm going to make up a place that he would know from our chat. Like, come to... The my parents' basement. I don't know. A place that, like, teenagers would have hung out. <laughs> like, come meet me Boy, there. Boy, girl party. A hundred percent. Come there. It's urgent. I don't know how many... Uh, yeah. We will have punch and pie. Yeah. We'll order pizza totes. It comes in totes? <laughs> Legit. Oh, it's ritual. I can just do that without... Yeah, perfect. I mean, I'm about to sleep, so it doesn't matter. But I was just going to use that spell slot. My last second level spell slot. And then I'm gonna meditate. Yeah, I was gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna, and in front of people, I'm not hiding it anymore. I'm gonna literally stab myself and put the god's eye back inside myself and heal. Kangaroo it? Yeah, kangaroo it again. (laughs) You guys go, oh god! (laughs) Thaddeus just turns and goes, told you. (laughs) No, he he vomits a little in his mouth. (laughs) Okay, so what's going to happen now is that uh, for each day that passes, um, I'm going to roll a d20 with an ever-decreasing threshold, and uh, just to see, like, if the meteor shower happens that night. Oh, God. So, uh, right now, if I roll a, I'm going to say 16 or up, it does, and then, like, if it doesn't, if you are, you know, in the Feywild another night, it's going to drop down lower to 10 or 12 or something. Etc. Just a, sorry, just and this, just based on what Thane said, do we think that that's the only thing that's going to probably get her out of her court right now? Um, not necessarily just that. It's just would be okay. with it would be an for sure Z thing. Okay, exactly. Yeah, that that's yeah. definitely something that like ha, like she has to attend. It would be unthinkable for um, like all of the upper echelons of the court to not attend um and it would just be more difficult to predict when she'll be going like her comings and goings given the recent tumult yeah okay okay here's a d20 roll it's a four okay so no meteor shower tonight okay well at least we get to rest hopefully suspicion goes down a little bit because nothing weird happens for a few days timothy yeah, maybe. Okay, we'll rest in minimally. I think we're just all gonna, like... Well, I'm gonna keep an eye on Rosemary and the Queen in the interim. I've only got one eye. I can only look at. That's one. fair. Only one at a time. I get it. Yeah, okay. So everybody take a rest. Regain your hit points and half your 
Hit the die. The effects of aid have worn off. And the pancake. And your spell slots. Um, yeah, pancake just... Pancake points, man. <laughs> you can get another pancake. You can get another pee-pee. Oh, I burned through those points immediately. I assumed you guys did. <laughs> I did not take any damage. Ooh, okay. I think we've got a plan. Ooh, one thing in the interim that can we do? Mm-hmm. While we're like, I rest for four hours. These guys are still sleeping. Can I look at the magic items that I now have? Yes, you can. Can I... Identify? Examine them deeply? I wish I could actually identify, but can I identify? Yeah, <laughs> Close so enough? you can, like, spending time, you know, 30 to 60 minutes with it, you know, I'll, I'll keep that rule as written. So, yeah, so the the small chime kind of, you've already kind of figured out how that works. You can sort of give it a command and it will, it's not, it's more of an analog version of the alarm spell. Like it has to physically get to you, come back to you, but it, it can sort of alert you to something happening, like a triggering event. Okay. Like somebody, you know, opening a box or crossing a threshold. Yeah. Uh, the sword is a sh- a short sword's finesse, right? Correct. Okay, short sword. It is a defender. Oh, nice. Okay. You gain defender. a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. The first time you attack with the sword on each of your turns, you can transfer some or all of the sword's bonus to your armor class instead of using the bonus on any attacks that turn. For example, you could reduce the bonus to your attack and damage rolls to plus one and gain plus two bonus to AC. The adjusted bonuses remain in effect until the start of your next turn, although you must hold the sword to gain a bonus to AC from it. Oh, damn. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more of a me item. It's one-handed. I don't need it. Yeah, I can only use it as one hand. I was just using a scimitar, which was also finesse. Okay, maybe, maybe I keep the defender sword. I think GB is more of a, a long a long con, long distance. From the shadows. Yeah, exactly. He's the artillery. Not that I like being up there, but for a lot of my wild shape shit, I just find myself up there, so having a better melee might be helpful. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and that's just like, I can just, this doesn't, uh, I can just look up the full wording on that in the... In the DMG, uh, yeah, that's right, okay. yep. Perfect, Defender Sword. I just want to make sure there's nothing weird and wonderful you were doing to it, so I could just get I can get that later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super cool. Thank you, thank you. Okay, yeah, two minor things I'd like to take care of, I suppose. Um when you meet with Ferdin, um, can you tell me like which court does he belong to? Or did he so belong he, to, I suppose? He did belong to the winter court. Winter, perfect. Uh, He's so moody. He's so moody. I know. Ah. Uh. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, everything you're thinking, that's, that, that's Ferdin. That's Ferdin. Yeah, that's that. That energy, that's exactly what I want to evoke. Yeah. He's that bad guy I just can't get, I just can't get in my brain. He's like the tortured artist kind of thing? A thousand percent. Fucking plastic bag on the wind. Goddamn whole movie. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's the most beautiful video I've ever made. Yeah. Literally him. Like, he has sideswept bangs as well. Like, I knew knew that. Yeah. Yeah, so when you meet with Ferdin, 
how much are you disclosing to him about like the level of heat uh, and I'm what just, you're doing? I'm not going to tell him what we're doing. I'm saying we're going to leave from the court and we're going to need to make make an exceptionally fast exit. And I'm going and I'm not trying to lie to him. I'm going to just flat to say it's like it is genuinely for your safety that you know as little as possible as what's going on. Like, I, we don't actually want to get you connected in any way, so I don't want you to know the plan. But we at, we're at we going to need a fast exit from the city. And preferably as close towards the Greylands as possible. Oof. Is that what they're called? I can't even remember now. The Shadowlands. Shadowlands. Close now. Okay, so one thing to, I guess, that he's going to want to bring up is payment. I mean, this yes. is a, this is a, you know, this is a, an intense, complicated and dangerous mission. And even though you're not really telling him what's happening, it's like, you know, getting a noble out of the city usually means nothing good. What's he thinking? Hmm. Is he going on a date with him? Oh my god, do I have to put out for this? Is this what the... Th- <laughs> Ugh. You just des- you designed uh, I never this character. Said that. <laughs> <laughs> you designed this character. We're just following it through to its logical conclusion. <laughs> no, Faridin wouldn't ask. He'd respect my design. Anyway, yes, carry on. What would you, what what's the, what's the what's the offer? You know what? Let me think about that actually, because I feel like I feel like he's not really interested in coin. Yeah, I don't think he is. That's why I was joking, but also kind of serious. Um, but yeah, I don't think coin is his thing. That's why I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Leave that with me, and I think I'll. I think I'll maybe I'll message you offline once I come sure. up with something suitable. The other thing that's going to happen is that, like, I think the three advisors, Rosemary, Angelica, and Carta, are going to be happening to pass by you know you're you know you're still hanging out sort of near the courts and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of excited chatter about but you know about what happened at the palace of trials and there's a lot of you know important people moving around and in ways that they normally don't and so i think they're going to be passing by you and they want to you know maybe bend your ear a little bit um about what happened uh, and so I just kind of want to play that out a tiny bit because I don't, I don't think we've hardly rolled any dice today. So I don't think we've rolled any dice today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think I think Carta would maybe take the lead and just say, "Oh, did you hear what happened? Your friends were so brave." Yes, I did hear. And they kept you safe that entire time. She said that to me, or she said that to Thane. Um, to to you. I'm gonna say I wasn't I wasn't there. Oh. I heard about this after the fact. They were in the market square getting a pancake with Thane. Ah, pancake with Thane. Yes. I'm trying to be on like I'm just, I'm not trying to deceive in this, basically. I'm just trying to like mm. avoid. Do you know what I mean? It's so fortunate that you weren't there at the time. You could have been in serious danger and your father would have been worried something awful. Yeah, most likely. It's it's funny, though, because you and your friends are so close. They're almost always together. Yeah, I i had actually asked it, asked them to go do something solo. I, It's really bothering me that Basil isn't here, and so I, I was in his house. I, 
I wanted to see if there was any idea of where he went, and I didn't, I didn't feel right inviting everybody there, so I asked him to wait for me in the market. I'm going to ask you to make a deception check in a second here, although with uh, Thaddeus and Gutterbird, um, you know, being present in this conversation, if you can tell me, you know, what you might contribute to this conversation to help, I'll allow the help action. Hmm. Could Thane also help if he's there? I, I mean, I kind of <laughs> sure, but I, I was just seeing if uh, you know, just trying to trying to engage the other human I'm just players. Trying to think of like triple dice. <laughs> That's all I was wanting. Anyway, carry on. Don't know how it works. <laughs> I know. I just am going for any desperation pull. Mostly, I was just like as backup in case these two whiff it. <laughs> could we could we lean on the fact that like Thaddeus will not. We'll not stop talking about pancakes. Could, yeah, could you just go on a rant about the shawarma seasoning on the pancake? <laughs> <laughs> like, in unquestionable detail on the pancakes. <laughs> With all referen- reverence required, Thaddeus kind of bends a little bit forward and says, I assume that the delicious spice cardamom gets its name from you. And... Mm. That thing is all over them flapjacks. It's delicious. It's You're gonna ab- flirt, eh? It's absolutely one of the greatest things I've ever tasted, and I was not about to be in a Debbie Downer mood looking after some other building when I could have had me another one of those tasty treats. Oh, you mayfly humans. You're so passionate. Genuine and trusting. <laughs> passionate. <laughs> spicy. Everything is just such a unique experience in your brief existences. How wonderful. How wonderful that you're here. We're, we're so happy to have you as guests. Uh, so, yeah. Can you say check that? Chai, go ahead and make a uh, deception check with advantage. They were a 17 and an 18 plus 4, so 22. Ooh, okay, all right. You, we do not fill in another uh, section of the clock on the suspicious timer. Very good. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, is there any, th- I guess, is there any interaction or any dialogue that you want to initiate with these three before they saunter off to their next appointments? I'm really suspicious, but I really want to know what's up with Rosemary. If I cast something, like, it'll be super obvious, right? It depends on the things involved. Yeah, I don't think I don't, I don't even think it'll get us anything. I was thinking if detect magic got us anything, but I think everyone's here is fucking magic, and we know that she's in disguise. Can I like nudge you to do your your sense thing and see if this is still fake Rosemary? Sure, I'll pop one off. Like if I want to see if like real Rosemary's around and like fake Rosemary's like popping in and out, or if we've just got only fake Rosemary. Or if the rosemary was fake the whole time. Uh, Thaddeus is going to wink back at Chai, but he's going to do it with his fake eye. So that way it <laughs> so pops under off the, thing. Not the divine sense. Yep, rosemary still is a fiend. Loud and clear. Devil! <laughs> Devil woman! <laughs> oh, sorry, these allergies are just atrocious. <laughs> Uh, Greasetrap hasn't given us any me- like has he communicated anything hmm would he have seen anything going on guard movement queen movement Kev what are those sweet words he's talking to you 
Mm-hmm. No, I haven't heard much yet. You know what? I'm going to. <laughs> do I need to check in with him? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it this way. Uh, for each, like t- two times out of the day, we'll roll, and if it is, uh, if it's twelve or higher, then she's like gone out. Actually, you know what? Leave that with me. We'll we'll end off here with with you waiting to hear. I guess checking in with Grease Trap to see if the queen is out. Um, and then we still have to resolve, I think, Ferdin's payment. Because I feel like if the queen is out now, you haven't secured your escape. Yeah, we need to make sure that the escape is in place before we do anything. That's like number one. Gotcha. Okay. Bulls. Then that's where we will leave off and we'll pick up next time with Heist Part 2 about to happen. Ugh. Episode 40, part three. The Redux. The Reheistening.